Don't forget to subscribe, follow, share our podcast, and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts as well. Greetings and salutations, our good people. Welcome to another episode of It's Relational. And my name is Kimar. And my name is Deanny. And we have on this episode... You know, we like to always say special couple, but we like to say, you know, a very deep-rooted special couple this time, right? Very, very special couple. A very special couple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, the reason why it's very deep-rooted is because, you know, when you have childhood friends that you grow up with, that you still stay, you know, you guys keep the link, keep the bond, um, and no matter where you guys are in different states, cities, or even countries, it's an amazing story to talk about, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, you know, we have here a young, you know, couple, right? They're under 35. They bring the fire quietly, but they bring the fire. Burning, right? burning, burning, burning. They will burn you and you wouldn't realize that's how, that's how quick and efficient they are with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so they're a quiet storm, but if, if, if you really, you know, let them go, they'll, 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 they'll let you have it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, a lot can be said, but we're going to say it after we introduce them. So without further ado, we want to welcome Ira and Tanise. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, guys. <laughs> welcome, welcome. welcome. That was an amazing intro. I just want to say I put that out there. I didn't know we were that hot. I don't know how hot we are, though, but, you know, that's what's up. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to remember when we come out with these episodes, we got to drop it like it's hot and y'all hot. Yeah, <laughs> like fire. <laughs> so thank you both for coming on again, Ira and Denise. You know, we really appreciate you guys coming on. We're going to have some fun. We're going to go through some stuff. Right. But I think what's in order here is and I think Deanna should lead it off. Um, how do you know, Deanna, a.k.a. for those who don't know her pet name, a.k.a. nickname is Diamond or diamond right how do you and tanise know each other let's talk about that well me and tanise <laughs> known each other from all the way in jamaica the so, beautiful island of jamaica we I'm were neighbors i'm glad you said because i was gonna ask you like jamaica queens because you know that's no a no place. no 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 a better <laughs> place jamaica jamaica oh, <laughs> you what? know one love bob marley them things there oh yeah yeah <laughs> shout out bob marley should be the next national hero Definitely, definitely. So we were neighbors back in Jamaica. And so I think that I I was living there since I was like five years old in that area of Kingston. And then we became instant friends. Me, it was me, Tanise, and her sister Tiffany. It was like the three of us were in, inseparable. Shout we out to Tiffany. Other, yeah, shout out to Tiffany. We called each other um the pop-off girls. Yep. <laughs> so who was who? Well, I I was, no, let me see. Tanise was Blossom. Tiffany. No, Tiffany was Blossom. I was um, Bubbles, the blue one. Oh, yes, yeah. Because you did cry a lot. Yeah, she was. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were Bubbles. 
and I was Buttercup. You Buttercup? Yes, oh, I was Buttercup. Uh, I was hard um roughneck one. Yeah, yeah. That was that is not DNA today. Listen, I know. Right. I'm like looking back. <laughs> Tiffany should have been Buttercup. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was a little bit of a tomboy, just a little bit. Which, little bit. I, I, Listen, I was climbing trees. I was doing some crazy stuff. But as a youth, in Jamaica, right? you do stuff like that, though. Yeah. yeah. I was adventurous. Yeah. We all were as children. Not everybody. Yes, we were. Not everybody. All right. <laughs> so anyway, let's just talk. So you guys are, were next door neighbors for a very long period of time. And then yeah. somebody had to Yeah, know, then, then Tripsy decided to run way foreign. So hold on, hold on. So no, it Tripsy, was wait, it was you first no it was you it was you you oh. run where foreign which means that she left jamaica and came to america mm-hmm. wait 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 how old were you when you left i left when i was 12 you was oh, left you wow. left years before me <laughs> yeah because so I, I me and tiffany i left when we were 11 and 12 so you're right mm. we did leave before you right. you left like years later yeah and i didn't like because we you know we were young kids, so we didn't have phones to like yeah. have each other's connect and all that. Yeah. So it was just, I don't know how I ended up at the church, right? In the boogie I down Bronx. You saw your mom first. Your mom was there first. Oh, she, my mom went to the church? Yeah, your mom visited. And I don't remember if it was my mom that saw her or Tiffany that saw her. I think it was my mom. And my mom called us and told us oh look this is diamond's mom and we asked about you and then she told me that you know she told me where you guys were living and i'm like all this time we were living like three blocks away from each other in america isn't that crazy right that's crazy i think that's how we ended up because she brought you another time to the church and then we ended up linking up and yeah since then yeah history 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 so one thing i gotta add in though Diani mentioned the name Tripsy, right? You have to mention <laughs> Tripsy is actually Tanise's uh, pet name, right? So yes. you may, not may, you will hear me refer to Tripsy the rest of this interview or this episode just because I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, uh, that's, I just have to preface that. Yes. But it was just cool. I, I always just think of how, you know, bonds are, are, created and kept throughout the years and i just really wanted to highlight that moment and so that's already it's relational moment for me so just thank you for for just sharing that you know yes you're welcome sir yeah oh, okay got it, got <laughs> it. all right so mr ira because you know the women kind of went on their um their history and they um they went down memory lane we got to tell the people how me and you know each other for way back when right yeah, so <laughs> we actually, my his mom and my mom were giving birth at the same time. Yeah, I'm saying at the same hospital, and so what happened was when when they delivered us, they had put us in the same incubator next to each other, and I had I had cried out, you know, why why why, and he cried out back to me, and it was just like you know best friends ever since yeah i'm telling you so when people see like the show rugrats and see how the babies be talking right they they looking like they speak in regular english but they google and gaga that's that's morse code that's morse code. Code. yes people really understand how to translate mm-hmm. but you know you translate you decode what we were saying we were having really in-depth thoughtful conversations at you know two minutes old see so i'm talking about building connections yeah i'm telling you man I'm telling you 
So, you know, like on, on, on Instagram, the, the, the new thing now is close friends. So me and Ira have been in the close friends bin for so long. Long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all so, really tried that. <laughs> <laughs> are you hating on us right now? <laughs> Listen, somebody got to hate, man. You know, we need somebody out here, right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Ira and, and Tanise, the, the greatest question I have for you both is, um, you know, formalities, um, you know, talk about your careers, uh, where you guys reside. Again, we know you're under 35. Um, and then at the end of that, let's hear how you met. Obviously, it sounds like it was in the church, but let's hear the actual full on story. So Ira, go ahead and go first, you know, name, uh, career, uh, where you guys live. And also, and then, you know, we'll go on to Chipsy after. Cool. So as my good friend Kamar has stated, name is Ira, Ira Freeland, born in the Bronx, born and raised, um, currently living in Westchester, Yonkers to be exact. Mm-hmm. And I work as a medical lab scientist. And most people don't know what that is. So wow. I, I break it down like this. <laughs> um, when you go for a doctor's appointment and they draw blood or um, they take urine samples or whatever, they send it to the lab, right? Or even today we're getting a lot of COVID tests, right? You go for a COVID swab and they send it to the lab. I'm the person in the lab that tests these specimens to figure out what's positive, what's negative. Wow. wow. So you, no, go ahead. So you play a very important role in the health system. You play a scary role. What do you mean? Yeah, scary, important, saving lives, scary. everything. Get this yeah. man a badge, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm behind the scenes for the most part. You know, people don't, I don't have any encounters with patients or anything like that. Wow. So, wow. Well, thank you for your service. <laughs> you service to new york service to the nation you know, i feel like i almost feel like a veteran these days when when i tell people i'm in healthcare, they're like thank you for your service i feel like i'm a vet hey man listen man you know during the well i was gonna say during the pandemic like we're not still in it but yeah in the heights, unfortunately yeah well, we're still kind of in the heights. whatever 2020 and on you know we just understand the value of healthcare workers and you know, Ira, I, I resonate to, you know, you being in the, you know, the medical field overall, because I'm in medical billing. So I actually interact with the uh, patients a lot of times. And when they be getting bills from like, let's say a Quest Diagnostic, they calling me and I said, no, you need to call Quest Diagnostic, not the doctor. But, oh, oh, I got a bill from you. I said, no, that's Quest Diagnostic, not the doctor. So, right. you know, I deal with the the the, the patients who you done swabbing down for their COVID test. <laughs> swabbing down. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All right, Miss so. Chupsi, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so my name is Tanise. Um, born and raised in Jamaica, as you guys already know, and currently living in Yonkers, New York. I am a registered nurse by profession so yeah we were deep in it in covid oh so really you have to say thank you for your service yeah thank you for your service denise yep this yep. Is, yep. so i collect those specimens and send them to ira <laughs> <laughs> teamwork teamwork you know what you know what just as a thank you for you both i'm gonna send a a, a pie of pizza to your house <laughs> <laughs> yes no, 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 no. pineapple on the toppings okay oh excuse me oh. 
That's a, that's a beauty. We can we got that Uber Eats, we got that Postmates, we got right. everything. No, I, I was saying as a joke because I, I read a lot of reports where you know essential workers, the way how they were thanked was you know people would buy pizza for them and stuff like that. And I'm like, they're working 12, 16, 18 hour shifts, and you're gonna give them something that's gonna help slow them down and make them tired. Like I know, get like them. get get that man a salad, you know, <laughs> a Gatorade, something. Yeah. Right. You know. But, we appreciate you guys for your extended service um, because it doesn't go uncalled for. We respect it and we understand the hustle. So keep doing the hustle. Keep doing the God's work. Yes. Yes. Thank, thank you guys thank so you. much. We appreciate it. Absolutely. absolutely. Yes, you're very welcome. Now, the the real juicy part. Let's hear how long y'all together and how you met. Yes. Who who, who initiated no, no, no. that one conversation? Time, yeah, time, we want to know. <laughs> um, so we've been together for nine years, mm-hmm. married for five years. Um, <laughs> so that means we dated for four. And in terms of how we met, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to let Ira tell that story because it really starts with him. Um, but I will say that um just like how diamond and i lived three blocks from each other and didn't even know ira and i we went to the same middle school for a year and we lived like four blocks from each other and didn't know each other until we officially met in church so i'll let you know that was a good intro um so yeah (laughs) she's she's absolutely right because the story does start with me because I noticed her first. So I saw her um, on the bus. I was probably 15 or 16 and she had to be 15 or 14. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, we were both in high school at that time. And- Not the same high school though. Yeah, not the same high school. So she was going to a different high school than I was, but we took the same bus going in the same direction. And I would see her you know, quite a few mornings on the bus. And when I saw her, I, I thought, you know, that's a pretty girl over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought she was a really pretty girl. Um, and I just, I, I, didn't, I didn't have anything to say to her, you know, any ways to approach or anything like that. And so I, I just didn't, you know, at 15 and 16. And I just let the moment pass, but I would admire her on the bus in the mornings on my way to school. And fast forward three years later, I'm 18 and I decide to go to the church that she goes to, not knowing that she's going there. And I see her in front of church sitting with the choir. And I'm like, wait, that girl looks familiar. And turns out my sister was friends with her sister Tiffany and I knew his sister as well yeah and she was friends with my sister as well and you know it's funny because my sister Hannah used to come home and talk to me about Tiffany every single day she had a story about Tiffany <laughs> we went to the same school and, <laughs> and then come to find out this Tiffany that Hannah's talking about back when I'm in middle school I was hearing about Tiffany is the girl's sister that I like. And it's, it was just really, I don't know, it was just a weird thing. Like, 
a small world type of thing. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I had a crush on her from when I was like 15. Finally meet her in church. Um, and I saw that she was cool with my sister, but I never approached her because um, I, I, I ended up getting cool with Tiffany off of the strength of my sister's relationship with Tiffany. Right. Every time I would see Denise, I would, you know, try to give her a head nod, you know, to say hi, but she would just like turn her head or something. I'm just like, wow. Yo, Very stush. I'm like, what type of energy is this in church though? Like, so, <laughs> you know how the church girl is stush. Okay, weird. And it wasn't until I had got baptized that she actually came up to me and was like, congratulations. I'm like, oh, so I had to get baptized before you could. She even said, wow. I want that heart clean. Wow. <laughs> right now. <laughs> wow. So wow. Yeah, that, that was basically how we met. That's After crazy. That I is. Say hi. Wow. So were you waiting until he got baptized, Chipsy? No, that was just, you know, an excuse to go and say something to him. Oh, Whoa. so you was eyeing him for a while too. Um, not, the not truth. the way that you guys were thinking. Tell the truth. <laughs> Tell the truth and shame the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I did think that he was good looking, you know. Um well, say that then. Come and on, I know. Come on, come, come true, come true, come true. Yeah, man, yeah, man, come true. So we need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> and you know um you know i learned that he was hannah's brother mm -hmm. you know i didn't even know hannah had a brother but um you know yeah i was interested in knowing who he was but i don't know like i'm shy i don't really like go up to people and start talking to them like that true story she so, is shy yeah <laughs> so um yeah that was a reason for me to you know go and say something and introduce myself Wow. wow wow well that's a good reason yeah wait till the man cleanse yeah heart <laughs> clean mm -hmm. so did you talk to him after like immediately after he got dipped in the water you know when he was still kind of getting toweled off dry or when oh my gosh Mark. <laughs> <laughs> i think when he got to change the clothes he, she said, you know what? <laughs> he was outside church was over so oh. i went okay to introduce myself okay yeah. okay okay i was curious because you know some people want to be right in the moment you know yeah all right all right, all right. F just follow me follow me you ever been in a moment where like you somebody shouldn't be talking to you but they're trying to ask you questions like let's say you finish running or something and somebody's hitting you with a million yeah. questions like right now is not the time to ask yeah i, I thought i thought that's what happened no she's she's patient oh. that's why but it was it was like a it was like a quick moment though like we um it took probably like a couple more weeks before we actually became friends mm -hmm. right yeah man you um, guys are slow with it wow yeah i mean we didn't like we didn't start dating back then like we were friends for yeah that was just introduction. like four years before we actually started dating okay wow. so you you were building the foundation of a solid relationship first nice I don't think that was your intention. We didn't have, uh, uh, we weren't thinking about becoming like, yeah, yeah. at that time. Mm. I mean, like we established that we had a crush on each other. Yeah. We knew that, but, um, 
it just like nothing happened until like four years later. You know, um, things happen at the right time. So let's transition. Let's transition before we get into some of the questions we have. At, at what point did it become, oh, you know, friends to... Hmm. Yeah, so who initiated, like, you know what? We've been friends for a while. I like you, you like me. Let's do this. Or who just straight up said, yo, man, I look your arm. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I mean, one day Ira randomly asked me to hang out with him. Mm-hmm. And we went and hung out. You know, we had a good time and stuff. And then, like, it just, you know, happened from there. I think that was probably the first time we hung out with each other outside of church. I think could be wrong. Well, but at least by ourselves. But um, yeah, and I mean, it just like went from there. Like, you know, we started, I guess, like talking on the phone to each other more and stuff like that. Okay, nice, nice. Lock it down, lock it down. Okay. So I guess now transitioning, right? being that you guys are together married five years and just uh you know kind of together together for nine you know what would you say you've accomplished together as a couple we have accomplished a lot (laughs) to say the least but to get into a little bit more details um i i feel like we've accomplished so much as young people and Mm -hmm. as young black people Mm -hmm. i think that it's, it's something that we don't really talk about much because um, we try not to, you know, put things out there like that. But we've been able to um, buy our first home. We've been able to take a lot of trips, leave the country. Um, we've been able to buy two cars. Nice. Um, and become debt-free, essentially. So I'm proud of what we've done, you know, in our short time. Wow. That's amazing. Talk about it. I love that. Well, you know what? What you know what? You know what? Because we've been talking with Tripsy this whole time and she has said nothing to us. What are you talking about? She has about said what? nothing to us. Like, oh, you know, I'm oh me. yeah, she yeah. didn't say she didn't say that they they've done all this amazing no, thing. All, all like the last conversation we talked about driving. So Tripsy's out here whipping it and mm. doing it. She is whipping oh it. Oh my god! Oh, I, whip, whip. She is whipping it. Mm. I, I told you I just started driving by myself. Yeah, but you didn't say like I've been driving my car. You yeah, know, it's her car. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's still fairly new. I mean, it's a used excuse car, me. But it's really, excuse fresh me. Fresh off the lot, so got that new car smell, pre-home, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they but, talk about um, they got a big yard and everything. Excuse I know. Me. No, actually, no. <laughs> um, we bought we bought a co-op um in Yonkers. We don't actually own a house, but right. we own a co-op. Okay. So we're still homeowners. Okay. We might we might be your next door neighbors. Keep it up. Yeah, potentially. We our hearts we're in a market. We're in the market yeah, for our hearts are looking at Austin and Mm-hmm. yeah That's when then we're like that. contemplating oh you put that out there you put that out there Ooh. yeah <laughs> it's 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 on the table it's on the table right right um cool. something else that i would like to say that we um accomplish talk about together it. is the, like 
I mean, you know, because we've been date, we've been together for nine years, right? Mm -hmm. Throughout all of that time, we both went to college, you know. So I ever saw me go through my nursing program. He saw all the struggles that I went through and everything. And I saw him go through um his MLS program, you know, we both took our boards to get our licenses and stuff like that. Like we did all of those things together. I mean, we weren't married at the time, but you know, we helped each other through it, you know, by encouraging each other, motivating each other. I feel like, you know, even though we were married, we still kind of accomplished that together because, right. you know, we were each other's motivation. And I mean, we dated with a purpose. So we knew that, you know, we were going to be each other's future. So we also did it, you know, for the sake of our future, if that makes sense. 100%. So, nice. Um, yeah. And I mean, we, we, um, we grew up poor. So, you know, like for us being able to go to school, graduate college, you know, working in our professions and accomplishing what we accomplish. I mean, we accomplished a lot together. Right. So it's been great to us. Wow. Wow. Big up, big up, big up. That's big what up. I'm talking about. Richly blessed. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good oh, stuff. Yeah, All right. The Freeland family is doing it. The Freeland family is debt free too. Look exactly. It makes sense well, I mean, now. We still have a mortgage, but no other debt. Well, <laughs> but you yeah. own, you, you know, you it's got ownership. It's a difference. It's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> you got ownership. When people think of debt, they don't think of mortgages. They think of credit card debt, student loans, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Big up on ourselves. No more student loans. Right. Yes. Right, right, right. So that's good. That's good. Wow. Look at this couple, man. They, they, they own it. They, they, own it. They, they own it. Yes, definitely. So do you both believe, since you're making all this money, right? And you're debt free. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> do, do you, do you both believe... <laughs> Uh, do you both believe in like separate bank accounts? Um, also, like, do you both believe in like prenuptial agreements? And if so, like, why or why not? All right. So we do not believe in separate bank accounts. Um, we believe that, you know, if we're going to be married um, and we are a union, then, you know, everything is together. Yeah, together. We're the same way. We're the same way. Mine is yours. Um, so everything is together. Um, all of our accounts. I mean, we do have we do each have um, a designated account for like, you know, personal money that you know like we want to spend on whatever we decide to spend on. But it's still a joint account. He just knows that you know like, that's my personal whatever and that's his personal whatever. Like you get what I mean? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Wow. So basically, basically, we got a big pot <laughs> and all the food goes into that one pot and then we have other pots and that other pot, I have one and she has another smaller pot and mm. we do whatever we want with those smaller pots. Those pots have names. They're called fun money accounts. Oh, so I'm able to have fun with my fun money. She can't tell me I can't get the new J's coming out next week. All right. Okay. 
No, yeah. but all jokes aside, um, we we don't believe to um, we don't believe in having our stuff, our like our income separately, right? Because, like Tanise said earlier, um, we did come from poor households. You know, our the incomes that the incomes of the households that we came from were, you know, what society would not deem middle class, right. and so. Knowing where we come from, we're trying to build on top of that. You know, our parents made sure that we went through school and we wanted to optimize our chances at um, building a family and then potentially bringing children into the world into a house where there's two parents who work together for those children to be the best people that we can produce and share with the world, you know, and it would, I think personally that it would be harder for us to have accomplished a lot of the stuff that we have accomplished and to accomplish the stuff that we further want to accomplish if our funds were separately. If I came in, I said, the money that I make is just mine and I'm, I'll pay these bills and you can pay those bills, but I don't care what you do with your money. I'm, I'm doing this with my money. No, we came in this together and we're like, no, okay, um, we're getting married and I came in with no student loans, she came in with student loans, but we came in as a team and we said, we're gonna cut the student loan down because once we cut the student loan down, we'll have more money to save for whatever else we want. If mm -hmm. we want to you know, move out of the Bronx, buy a place, buy a vehicle, do things to further our wealth, be able to save more money, we'll be able to do that if yeah. we had less debt. And we would be able to have less debt if we put work our together. money together and work yeah. together. So that's what we thought was the, the most wise thing to do. Nice. Wow, that's what you call smart cool. money management, people. Okay, get your finances together. Get it right. So you have more money to burn and more money to save as well. Whoa. So that means, you know what? You both inspired me. I need to get my fun account going. Well, we already have like a cash envelope system going. So we just. Yeah. So we, yeah. I, I just need my little fun account going. So, you know. No, yeah. well, she's saying she want to add more to her cash envelope. That's what it is. But anyway. Well, you know, um, in, in terms of the fun money, I mean, it's just a, a decided amount like from, you know, like a pay like we decide like from a paycheck, like how much do we you know give how much do for we get? ourselves yeah. um it's in for the budget. fun money it's in the so budget. everything is in the budget it's not like you know a big amount you know it's just that it's a designated amount and if we if like if I decide that I want to buy something I know you know like if it costs a certain amount of money I'll save my fun money so I can get it so that it doesn't you know affect like our bills or whatever goals we're trying to accomplish you know because I mean it's easy to just like go crazy with shopping and buying stuff and stuff like that so it kind of um gets you to stay focused a bit you talk know talk about it says talk about it because somebody's Cause, listening yeah because I mean you know people can say oh you make a lot of money and stuff like that it's not about how much money you make it's how you spend your money and how you save it gems yes. gems it's that relational moment yeah, that was a gem right there. I, I agree with that. So I'll, I I can give myself a certain amount, like this is my fun money amount. 
And once I use that money up, then I won't spend after. We'll implement that next year. Thanks. So we'll be implementing that moving forward, people. <laughs> next year. Thanks. As you know, I've been asking for my personal account, you know, so I'll, now I have a fun account. So thank you. Thank you, Chipsy. So I think <laughs> no. my limit should be a thousand, just like a credit card. It should be like a thousand dollars. You already have that. <laughs> And then, you know, that could last me for like two months. You like, you know what I mean? That, like, sis. I can, you know, play around it for like two months. You already have that. Then I refresh it again every two months. You know what? I got, that's a good idea. Right? That's good, right? Okay. You like that's it? a lot. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. So each month, each each and every other or every other month, I'm sitting there paying off a, a $1,000 balance for you just, just because, right? No, I. It will be a thousand dollars every two months. So like, I will just have. I may not spend the whole a thousand. Maybe I only spent fifty dollars that month. Who knows? What? <laughs> yeah. I, and just going outside is fifty dollars. I know New York, New York, mm. New York things, but it's all good. We're moving on now. Right. right. It's all good. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys' answer because you're not. You can tell you guys are not money focused, but you guys are just very cognizant of how you spend. And keep your money because what's the sense of making X amount of dollars if you only keep a dollar, right? Yeah, that's true. That I like that. I like that you both um have smart money management. I mm -hmm. really like that. So, mm -hmm. and I'm definitely inspired. So right, right. So you know, big up you guys for your answers and just the solidness of being a couple the way you guys are. Um, we didn't hear. Oh, go ahead. To answer the second part of your question that's about ask, yeah. if you believe in prenuptial agreements. Mm -hmm. I do. I mean, we don't have a prenup because mm -hmm. I mean, we came from nothing. We started from scratch with each other, but I, I do believe in prenuptial agreements. Um, before I didn't, but after watching, um, like talk shows, like the real, I do, um, agree with it because I think the circumstances matter. Um, because, for example, one of the hosts on the show, Tamara Mari, if you know her, she was talking about how her and her husband um, have a prenup because her husband's family owns um, a winery, right? And he is um, an owner of it as well. So he has to, you know, get a prenup to protect his family because he owns businesses with them. You know, if anything was to happen, different perspective. Then, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I know people say that, you know, um, like if you get a prenup, it's like you're planning for your divorce before you get married. But I mean, no one ever knows what's going to happen. And like you, everyone should go in a marriage, you know, being all in it. And, um, you know, being serious about it, you know, but um, I mean, no one ever knows what, what will happen, you know, so it's best to protect, you know, other people that may be involved in your situation, you know, like he was trying to look out for his family and she was trying to look out for hers. Um, I don't know if what I'm saying is making sense. No, it does. Yeah, it, it does. It's a completely it's, different perspective. Though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's protecting your assets. Um, like if you come into the marriage with assets, of course you want to protect it. You no. know what I mean? 
but I, the perspective she's coming from is the family, right? Like a yeah. family business. Like, yeah, family business. Yeah. Nobody thinks about that when it comes to a prenup. They always just think about the individuals during the prenup. They never think about the extended or just the families. Yeah, that that's if if you that's if you have a family business. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. what if you build something on your own? You know what I mean? You trying to get a prenup now? Um, no, because I we it's the same as All as right. a freelance. We came in with nothing. Like our first date was at McDonald's. Like we came in with nothing. All right, we were a high school couple. Our first exactly. date was at McDonald's. Are you guys serious? Yeah, we oh, was a high real? school couple. Like yeah, we bought a McChicken and two apple pies. That is so cute. I remember that. Man, I tried to take a photo of Deanna and she kept hiding from the camera. I will never forget. Yeah. <laughs> One of those days. One of those days. <laughs> it was it was a good day. That was a cute first date. And our second date was like Chinese food. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you leveled up. You know, you go from McDonald's to Chinese food, you know you're making bread. Yep. <laughs> In the Bronx where they do chopped chicken though. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So rolling into my next question for you both. Um, what would you say is really you guys five to 10 year look ahead plan as a couple? Like, let's hear from you guys, the mindset, because you guys are not pretty. You guys are sharp. So yeah, sharp, sharp, sharp. I want to hear this. Our answer may not be as sharp as you might think it's going to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's hear it. I think it's, it's, it's pretty normal. You know, we just want, we want a family five to 10 years from now. I see a little boy that looks like me mm-hmm. and a little girl that looks like her. Right. And um, I see us moving from the co-op to a house and, you know, a nice, nice house on the hills. In Why New York? Know? Yeah, it's probably, it's probably going to be in New York. Okay. Yeah, New York. I don't know if I want to stay in New York, but we'll see. Maybe Jersey. Maybe Jersey. But um, yeah, um, two kids, house, nothing extravagant. Sounds like us. We want two kids. Yeah, we want two kids too. Same thing. Boy and a girl. Want a boy first. (laughs) God's willing. Yes. Um, Yeah. So you know the same, and hopefully. maybe a career change or something mm, yeah amen to the career change <laughs> i get yeah. it yeah I, I went through a career change so i get it yeah i, I went to several career changes so <laughs> i get it too <laughs> yeah but that's that's that means that you just i'm um, next five five is it five years right you just want mm-hmm. just a nice good life where you guys can just enjoy each other and just you know, enjoy your beautiful family when the time comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something, something normal. Simple. Yeah. Wait, listen, we, we with you on that. Be able to travel and just really enjoy the, the beautiness of life. Right, right, right. And the peace and having peace of mind, you know, I like yeah. that. Agreed. So how would you say, we? well, you know, I guess this would make sense being that you both met in the church. So how would you say your faith has influenced your relationship mm. um i feel like our our faith has been heavily intertwined in our relationship when we first started when we um got serious when we, well when we were considering getting serious i should say that f- after the four years 
of being friends. And I said, hey, Denise, we, you want to go hang out? You know, I, I knew that I was really into Denise at that point. And in my mind, that was the first date. And, you know, I had to let that be known to her afterwards. She didn't realize that that was a date. But um, we ended up praying about um, taking it to a more serious type of pace because we were friends and we were really cool at the time. And my thing was, I didn't want to, you know, ruin a good friendship. And I would have preferred if we had just stayed friends, if it would have went south. And um, because of that, you know, I was like, you know, let's pray about it. Let's see what God wants. Um, and you know, my intentions, I let my intentions be known early on that I wanted to get married. You know, I wasn't ever dating just to date or to have a girlfriend. And she had those same intentions. She wanted to date for the purposes of marriage. So, um, yeah, heavily influenced. We, especially in the beginning, we were trying to keep a really um, good prayer life like reading together and, you know, all the little mushy Christian um, Hallmark card type stuff. <laughs> Not Hallmark card. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, well that's... Was, yeah. Very, very faith influenced. Yeah. Well, something that I like is that um, there have been times when like there is an issue could be like a big problem or something like that that we can't like agree on and um like I used to be a part of this group and they would do like um a seven day prayer thing um where they would pray about a problem for a week so there have been times when you know like he would say like let's do that and then he would like called me um because he he works evenings so he gets home late so he would call me um you know at night before he knew when he knew I was going to bed to pray with me about the issue um for the whole week so um I think that was something that has been meaningful to me and um yeah that I love I, I just want to add really quickly. Right, I want to take no this time. No problem. But, um, you know, we're talking about being a faith-based couple and everything, but I just want to put the message out there that, you know, even though we are faith-based and, you know, there's going to be a lot, there may be a lot of people that are faith-based that are going to hear this, but I don't want to paint a perfect picture of our relationship and our, our marriage. Um, because it's faith-based, people will hear that and think, oh man, they're so, they're, they're so perfect. Look at them. They have this, they do this, they accomplish that. They're faith-based. They pray. Ira does, Ira calls his wife at night to, to pray for her seven days. Wow. He's, he's the best. No, it's not that. It's not that perfect looking, right. you know, I just want right. to put out there to, to, um, to give people a realistic view on marriage and 
to say that, you know, being faith-based doesn't mean that you're perfect. It just means that when the times that aren't perfect come, you have something to lean on because it's when those really, really hard times come. That's what she's talking about. Those seven-day prayers, those times, those times are when we in the trenches. Mm. I'm just like, all right, you know, I don't know what else to do at this point. It's crazy. Wow. Let's pray for seven days. Yeah. And listen to what God has to has to tell us in this moment because right now I can't do this. Right wow. now, she can't do this. Yeah. You know, and I just want to be real with the listeners because there may be somebody out there listening and thinking these guys are perfect right i want that right, what you right. want is what you want is you want the faith you don't want what someone else has you want that faith that with god for yourself right yeah you know wow. you know uh, wow Thank you. Thank you, Ira. Now we're lost for words. <laughs> My goodness. But I think I think that's amazing because a lot of people, when they go through those trenches, um, times where things are just really hot, you know, intense and just a lot going on in the relationship, they lean to other substances, you know, instead of leaning to the higher power, you know, well, or whatever faith they have, right? Because not everybody's Christian, right? Whatever right. faith they have. Um, so I think it's it's really good that you both lean into the Lord, you know, the Lord our God, and just ask for guidance. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of leaning into doing something that you shouldn't be doing, right? Because yeah. right. we all, like you said, you know, no one is perfect, and it's not a perfect marriage, but you work at it consistently to make it really good for both of you yeah yeah and and then to piggyback to ira you know what you said where people see the relationship and say man i want that right you know what they want is essentially almost like the finished product right but they didn't see the product being manufactured packaged you know put together right because a lot of people can look at so you know when it comes to like the episodes that we put out me and Deanna always drop you know, here and there, um, blunders of our relationship, because we got here today out of, you know, just sheer, I'd say faith, and also determination, you know, you can catch us on many different occasions where you ask us individually, you know, we can say to you, granted, with all the things we went through, we're not supposed to be together. But people mm -hmm. wouldn't know that and wouldn't want to deal with that. So I understand completely where people see what you have now and say, man, I want that. But if you're not willing to put in that work, initially you can't get what you you see or you think you want you just want what what looks good on paper to you but what actually mm -hmm. looks good could be contrary yeah because well because again what works for us may not work for you 100%. you gotta find your thing you know right. and right. that's what everybody else has to find and throughout any relationship that you have to endure like what kimara said um because we had had a, an episode with another podcast, a Run, Thrive, Survive podcast. And Kamara was talking about having endurance in the relationship. So Kamara, you, you want to like talk about that a little bit? Oh, what yeah. you said about oh, endurance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, a lot of people think of endurance in, in a sports realm or an exercise arena, but when it comes to love and relationships and just general relationships though, you know, endurance, right? You got to be able to endure the good, the bad, the in-between. And you guys are a perfect example, Ira and, and, and Tripsy, right? When you both go into school, right? You're both enduring little hours with each other and more hours into the scholastic needs, right? Mm -hmm. But you endure that in order to keep the end in mind of, we got our licenses, we got our degrees, we got our courses, and we know at the end, this is what we have. So my notion of endurance is just everything. So you can't say, I want to endure the good. You know, you have to be ready to endure the bad because I know you don't even have to tell me, you don't even have to get descriptive. I know that was a rough part in your relationship when you both was going to school full-time, trying to hit these degrees, trying to hit these courses and accomplish it individually, but together, but mainly individually. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's a word right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, I can imagine, man. Going like both of you just hand those books and also studying together probably and then and all these different things mm -hmm. and still like find some time to be together in the midst of it, you know? Like you may have to cut down those hours just because you got like listen, I got a test to take, bro. Give me a kiss, give me a hug, do our thing, and then I gotta go. Right. right? So it's it's great that you both was able to accomplish all you've accomplished through that tough time, like in your relationship as well. Man, this is a deep episode. I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, you guys, you you guys are 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 it, man. When I said sharp earlier, I, said I know. Sharp. But they, you know, I was being modest. He's like, you know, wasn't the sharpest. I was like, no, you got the sharp. It's it's okay. Right. It's okay. <laughs> sometimes sometimes you have to pop your collar just a little bit. Mm -hmm. A little bit. You <laughs> just bit, a little bit. bit. Well, I guess um to slowly wind down with this uh uh interview, we have you know two more questions that we kind of want to ask. Um this is a two-part question, really. You know, after being married for almost five, well, I guess past five years at this point, one, would you recommend marriage to others? And then after that, as a minority couple here in New York, um, obviously we're close in proximity, but just a minority couple here in New York, what has marriage taught you in terms of culture and your own people? So let's start off with, you know, would you recommend marriage to others? I would not. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, that's would, fine. Perspective. I would, yeah. I would recommend marriage. Um, I would tell people that it's a great thing, but maybe maybe recommend is the wrong word for me here. Mm -hmm. I would say I wouldn't push it. There you go. Okay. Okay. Because um, I feel like people, I feel like most people don't really understand what goes into being married. Right. I feel like people only know um what the Facebook posts, and, Instagram posts yep. look like. and those posts are, you know, smiles and baby pictures and everything, but no one ever posts um, the arguments mm. or the dish that was left in the sink. You know, um, there's a lot that goes into it. You know, when you have to, when you, when you marry somebody and you move in and you get to know that person, 
it's a different person than who you were when you were dating. I can see that for me, um, I love Tanise, you know, and I loved her before we got married and I love her now. And she's not the same Tanise that she was when I married her. She was, she's not the same Tanise today that she was when we were dating. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm loving a person that's changing. You know what I'm saying? Some people can't grasp that. And right. marriage is, it, it's, it's, it's just, it's yeah. not what people, I feel like it's not what people think it is. Like it's, it's a great thing though. You know, right. and I love I love Tanise and I love being married to Tanise. I just feel like I feel like I'm kicking myself in the mouth right now by <laughs> saying all of this. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> <laughs> Tanise has a different perspective. Let's go to Tanise. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's slide on over. <laughs> oh, wow. Let's lighten okay. it up. Um, all right. So would I recommend marriage to others? Okay. So I think that, um, have an idea of marriage from the time that they are kids. Mm -hmm. And by the time that they are teenagers, they have some kind of perspective on whether or not they want to get married. Right. Mm -hmm. And that can change or not change by the time you reach your twenties. Right. So I think that um, sometimes it's based on who on the relationship you look at from the time that you are a child to the time that you um, are an adult and you make that decision. So with that being said, I feel that um, people, whether it's parents or um, trusted adults that are mature enough to do this, should have real conversations with teens and young adults Mm. about marriage Mm. so that they know what a real marriage is like Mm -hmm. you know because as you and Ira said um a few minutes ago you know marriage is hard and it takes work but it's also a very beautiful thing and you know people see on the outside you know like the great part of it but they don't see you know the other the other aspect of it unless you're probably like a child living in your parents' home, Mm -hmm. you know, then you'll see, you know, the real. And that also gives you a perspective on marriage. So I think that, you know, adults need to have real conversations about marriage with young people and not just say, oh, you guys have been dating for so long. You guys should get married. When are you going to get married? There you you go, girl. (laughs) See, I needed her to say it. I needed her to say it. So much okay go keep going keep going <laughs> yeah let, let her finish yes <laughs> yeah, so you know that's always the thing it's like when are you gonna do this when are you gonna th- do that you're married now when are you gonna have a baby you mm. know it's um it's always you know something but they never like tell you the real part of it like, like what to expect that when you once you reach that point yeah right so um i think that you know if young people were being um we're having these discussions with um, mature adults, then they would have a better 
perspective or reality of marriage so that they can make the right decisions for themselves because it tends to be that they don't know what they're getting themselves into until they're there you know and then they say oh this is not what I want or this is not what I think this Mm. was going to be so I think you know having healthy discussions having podcasts like this is helpful um but I also think um and this will probably go into the cultural aspect of the question. Um, I think that, you know, for me also, because I'm Christian, I have this perspective. So I know not everyone will have this um, opinion, but I do think that if you are a person that wants to have kids, you should get married. You should um, do the work of finding someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with to have children with. Um, because it's better for kids to be raised in a two-parent home than talk about it with a single parent you know it's I mean I know a lot of people that are single parents and that is so hard to be a single parent you know sometimes you need a break and you don't have someone to give you a break unless you have to ask someone else it's very important for um children to be in a two-parent home even um also for their mental development as well um so you know culturally um I think that in our community as black people um I love to see my peers on Facebook getting engaged um and getting married these days I love it um and I think it's a beautiful thing and yet we don't see that happening that much you know in the black community anymore you know i think that you know being a single parent is being praised more and um you know like saying um i want to be independent i don't need anybody um you can still be independent and still you know want to have a man you know that is okay you can still be independent and still want to have a woman in your life you know I think that um, we can do, I think that, you know, people can do better um, in our community if they take their relationships more seriously. And, um, you know, compared to other cultures, in other cultures, people are more likely to get married and to, you know. um, People are more likely to get married. (laughs) She's essentially saying that people are more likely to get married younger like you know by the time they're our age you see a lot of people in different cultures that are it's not necessarily about age though it's just that you know like I mean if we look into other cultures like they are more likely to get married to have their families um and you know to do well but you know in our culture it's more of um the opposite kind of um, but I do think that, you know, right. 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 Yeah. Don't listen, bring we bring it home. No, no, no. Let her bring it home. Oh, bring okay. it home. She got it. I know it's okay. kind of hot, guys. Sorry. No, go on. No, we're here. Go, go on. on, go on. So she said go. You heard her. She didn't say go on. She said go on. So that means really go. I'm bringing out the Jamaican in you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a minority couple, I, I agree with Denise. I think that um I would like to see more families. You know, I, I earlier I said that 
I wouldn't recommend marriage. And I, I, I say that only because for me, marriage is kind of like a don't try this at home type of thing. It's like, you know, we have to, I feel like we need to build up a culture of being married. We have to have more people talking about married, married life and what to expect from it. And I feel as though as a, as a, as a country, we could do better with marriage, with, you know, divorce rates and, and things like that so that we can have more children coming up in, in homes where less people are struggling, basically. Agree. Yeah. I, I think, you know, that's just my opinion. I'm not, I'm not trying to tell anybody else how to live or anything like that. I'm just saying that, you know, it would do it. The, the stats show that um, when kids have both parents around, it helps. It, it does. It, it helps them a lot. And if like, you know, if they don't have them both physically in the same house, but the dad is still present in the child's life yeah. you know because my my parents they had they had separated um when I was young but my dad was still there like if I needed my dad he was there I saw my dad like every week you know we hung out we have our own really mini adventure as well you know so we were still right. able to build a relationship you know so because right. some situations may not be where um both parents are present because I know Tripsy, she had um she has both parents um present while she was growing up. But like you said, um, Deanny, some sometimes par- parents they don't always stay together. Sometimes people don't always stay together. And so I'm not gonna sit up here and say, oh, you need to get married if blah 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 or whatever, right? But I'm just saying that, you know, as minorities as a black man who was married to a black woman who wants to have black children to um, put out these children, bring these children, put them into the world as you know, upstanding citizens. I'm trying my best as an individual to be a, you know, a husband and one day a father and my children will be my contribution to society. And I think that I would do better with having children with somebody who's my wife, who will be able to help me out, who I will be able to help out, who we can work together and, you know, bring these children into the world and have a teamwork type thing, you know? It's a culture, it takes a village, right? If it takes a village, then it definitely takes two parents is what I'm saying. But I know that that doesn't, it's not the case for all people. Right. No. But I'm just saying in in most in the ideal, it will behoove us to try to strive towards that because there are cultures that try to strive towards that and they're doing it. And I just, I just want to see my people flourish. Yeah. You want to see, you want to see our people win. Yeah, Yeah, we all do. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, like people have to get married. <laughs> I just want to make that clear um, because marriage is not for everyone. And some people would prefer to stay single and not everyone wants to have kids True. and that's everyone's choice, you know? Um, so I just wanted to make that clear. Yeah. yeah. So everyone make the decision for your life. 
Mm-hmm. If you feel marriage is best for your life, then you find the right partner that can balance you out and work well with you in a team environment. So you both can go on, go out in the world and be impactful together. And if marriage is not for you, then you hang out, you know, do your thing, be safe out there, you know, mm-hmm. and enjoy your life. You know, you right. got to just make that decision for yourself and just know that with marriage, it's a lot involved, you know, and seek out guidance from your elders that's been marriage, been in marriage um, for X amount of years, you know, and just learn from them what worked, what didn't work, you know, so you at least have an outlook, like what Ira was saying, and Denise was saying, having an outlook of what to expect in a marriage before you make that decision for yourself. Yes. Yes. 100%. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Man, it felt like a hit. It felt like a history slash, you know, college class slash psychology class. This was a little heavy, huh? Right? That was a little TED talk. That was a TED talk. (laughs) Yeah, so everyone grab your notebook and pen. Mm -hmm. Let's go. (laughs) Right. So um, overall, really, just thank you guys for such profound and enlightening answers. Um, I think this is why we, we enjoy what we do, because no one answer is ever the same. There's so many different variants. Mm-hmm. variations yeah uh, <laughs> <Careful> that <laughs> word now <laughs> but i and i can truly appreciate it because just perspective you know going back to like the prenup perspective that blew my mind because i never thought of anything like that granted we don't come from that lifestyle but i never thought yeah. of that perspective and a lot of times we only think we only home in on what we know we don't home in on what other people situations may be we only work majority of the time selfish unfortunately really that's what it comes down to so we don't always think about other people's perspective right so thank you for that and just you know really just thank you guys for I, i'm reiterating myself yeah yes it's just everything you know, it's that kimar said thank you so much <laughs> we really appreciate it really quick though what i want to take from you both right we just want to get you know yeah so just just give us you know as we wind down here just give us maybe one or two tips of how to have a successful marriage, which you would say, or a successful relationship for our listeners out there? Mm -hmm. I would say to the listeners, hear me well. (laughs) Go into your relationships with intentions and make those intentions abundantly clear. So if you want a long lasting relationship, a lot of times people don't go into the relationship saying, I want to get married. What about you? I don't think that that's a bad first date question, you know, because if you're on a date with somebody and they don't like that question, then you're more than likely on a date with the wrong person. You want to know if the person has the same end goals. I'm not asking you to put a ring on now. I just want to know if we have the same goals. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would say. Like for a long lasting relationship, just go in with intentions, date with a purpose. Clear cut intentions. 
Yeah. You know, collect intentions. Okay. Yeah, I like that because when you have good when you have good intentions and it's clear and you let your voice be known of what you expect in um in this, you know, like development, developmental stage, there will be no confusion, you know, because you want to be wanting to get married and she says no. But then you do it publicly and she says yes, but really she tell you like actually it's no you know i don't actually want to be married you know at all and you're like dang this is a nice ass ring girl you know so it's it'll be very upsetting so it's good to let it be known i like that ira right yeah you know because it's like you take you take somebody out on 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 dates and you guys are talking for like six months and probably probably go over a year and you guys are in a relationship and then you find out this person doesn't want to get married. They just want to be in a long relationship. Mm. Or this person doesn't want kids. If you have found that out earlier, then you probably would have made, you probably would have made different choices. Absolutely. Yeah. And save time. Right. Right. Very good point. Very good point. Um, Chipsy, I guess to bring it home, home, like the home run now, bring it home, sis. What you got for us? Girl. Yes. I'll be quick. <laughs> so date with a purpose mm-hmm. let your purpose be known mm-hmm. be honest from the beginning talk about everything that is marriage expectations finances kids parenting styles religious beliefs families slash in-laws friends individuality because you want to maintain that everything so that you know what you're getting yourselves into before you get into it. Nice. All right. She said, lay out the syllabus, everything we need to yes. know. No, she said no unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. I don't like All that. Right. I, I really like that. Look at the freelance couple, man. All right, man. Yes. Their motto is, listen, we don't do confusion out here. You're going to know what I'm talking about. You're going to understand and comprehend. Mm-hmm. Understand mm-hmm. and comprehend, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, you know, as as we said earlier, you know, thank you both for coming on and giving, you know, wonderful, profound, amazing answers. Um, definitely something we resonated with throughout everything. Yeah, we we really appreciate your introspection. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for having us. This is, you know, it's a pleasure to be on this on this podcast, you know, knowing that you two are a young black couple you know from yad <laughs> and you guys are doing it you know it's, it's inspirational to see other young couples and i personally love to see young black couples um period <laughs> i just love to see young black couples yeah and when you guys go take it up a notch and go as far as to get married and take it serious and you want to start a family and you guys are um, starting a business together. That's really inspirational. Mm. So thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Wow. You got us lost for words again. (laughs) (laughs) Stop choking me up, man. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, um, you know, just again, reiterate, thank you so much, you know, both of you. Um, I think we're just going to close it down there, right, Danny? Yes. Um, 
like we said, thank you again. And to everyone out there, have a great day, a great evening, a great night. And wherever you are in the world, stay blessed. Yes, be well.